to episode 19 of the Love Frequency podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Love, and I'm just going to kind of wing it for today. I thought I would do a little mix of sharing, and I'm so excited about what I just made in the kitchen. So I'm going to start by sharing what I just cooked today. So I made a green curry chicken Thai dish and I had a green curry simmer sauce so that's really cheating but it has some unique ingredients in it that I really didn't have um, as individual ingredients and so I just cooked up this organic uh, free-range chicken cut it up into bite-sized pieces with some onion some zucchini and broccoli and a little bit of cauliflower and I put in a couple lime leaves and some fish sauce and just simmered that for about 20 minutes and then made a pot of rice to go with it and then I looked in the fridge and I had some leftover purple cabbage and savoy cabbage and purple onion and I thought well I'll make a coleslaw but it kind of morphed into a kale slaw so I had some really nice uh, lencinato kale which is the the dark softer curly leaf without the jagged edges kale and I take the stems out and then chopped it really fine and um, finely chopped up the purple cabbage the savoy cabbage grated some carrots and then really thinly sliced a little bit of purple onion and then I chopped up some uh, half of an apple like a honeycrisp apple to go in there because it seemed like it needed a little something sweet and before I serve it, I'm going to put some toasted pumpkin seeds on top. And then the dressing that I made is a vinegar-based, so I used a, a pomegranate uh, quince balsamic vinegar. And to that, I added a little rice vinegar and a little lemon juice, poppy seeds, and then I crushed up some celery seed between my fingers just to release the oils, a little salt and pepper, and then I squeezed the juice out of a clementine and mixed that all together and poured that over and it's sitting in the fridge marinating. So I'm really excited to have that later. I really like making, making up some dishes ahead. So I actually had some leftover chicken. Uh, I had two big nice breasts. So with the second one, instead of overloading the curry, I chopped it up and dusted it with some Greek seasoning salt and pepper and tossed that in a fry pan and sauteed that so I have some really flavorful chicken if I want to throw that on top of a salad or have it as a side dish so I hope that's wet your appetite to do a little cooking I think it's so grounding to play in the kitchen and you know I don't listen to a podcast while I'm cooking I don't listen to music I try not to talk on the phone I really just like to mindfully find the pace that feels comfortable and really feel into what textures, colors, seasonings, and really put some love into the food. It's not something that I'm doing to get it done. It's a process that I really enjoy. And I think that with anything, if we give it our full attention, A, we enjoy it more and B, it comes out better. 
And then it's really nourishing you twice, right? It's nourishing you while you're making it. And then it's nourishing you while you're enjoying it. And I think savoring is key. You know, when you're really paying attention, you're going to make things in a way that really bumps up the enjoyment factor so that you can really savor it. You're going to pay attention to those fine little adjustments, like putting a little bit of lemon juice in to brighten the flavor or um, adding a little balsamic vinegar at the end to finish it or you know, toasting up some sunflower seeds or pumpkin seeds to top dress like a squash soup. Oh, and I forgot to mention, I put a little grated ginger in the coleslaw dressing as well, just to give it that bright punch of tanginess. Plus, it's good for your digestion. So enough on the cooking front. Uh, I thought what I would do in addition today was to draw a Mother Mary oracle card. Because, as you know, uh, there's been a lot of intense things happening. So we have the backdrop of COVID. And then we've had these series of really awful storms that have knocked people's power out in the South. People who are not used to the cold, not used to power outages like that. And they're in water shortage. My heart goes out to the college students who are kind of trapped in their dorm or off-campus housing situations and really don't have access to food and water. I hope that that has turned the tide by now. I have been sending prayers and um, feeling quite moved and concerned by the whole thing. And so, you know, when heavy news like that weighs us down, I think it's really important to do whatever we can to send love, and if we have the capacity to send aid, um, to reach out to those that we know and find out how they're doing and support those who can make an effort, who maybe live a little closer and are able to drive there and donate their time, donate resources. So, yeah, rather than just read it as news, I try to energetically send light and love and prayers for relief. And in the process of doing so, you know, I recognized that even those of us who aren't in those kinds of dire straits, we also have our grief. We also have our stress levels. We're also facing uncertainty, even if the power's on. There's so much, right? So that's when it's a really lovely time to turn to an oracle reading, whether it's the runes, the tarot. I really love Mother Mary Oracle Guidebook. It's by Alana Fairchild, and the artwork is by Shiloh Sophia McLeod. Shiloh Sophia McLeod. And so I'm just going to read to you what the, the message of the card is. And it's number 15, Our Lady of the Sacred Sun, S-O-N. And this is the council. My beloved son, my Christ lives in your hearts, for you are the sons and daughters of love. The Christ is a consciousness of love that belongs to every human soul and will awaken in those that are ready to receive it now through my grace. I ask you to realize that you carry this divine flame of love within. For you, my sons and daughters, it is time for a divine awakening 
of sacred masculine energy within you now. Just as I birthed the Christ child through love, so too will you birth enlightened, divine, masculine energy through the love and power of the divine feminine now. This is your time for sacred birth. And then here's the explanation of that. The divine Christ lives in the hearts of men and women as divine love and passionate service of the divine light, irrespective of religious persuasion. The divine light is in whatever form we believe it to be, whether that be Allah or God or Krishna or Shiva or a guru or the universe or anything else for that matter. Provided that it is love that you are serving, then the Christ consciousness or unconditional divine wisdom, love, and power that the Holy Mother seeks to awaken with us can live in you. Our Lady of the Sacred Son speaks to us of a healed masculine consciousness, of the Christ awakening in men and women. This becomes possible through the love and power of the Divine Feminine awakened. The Divine Feminine holds a space for love, for acceptance of all beings, for truth, and for compassion, so that a new masculinity can emerge in modern humanity. Healed masculine consciousness is what allows us to discern and make choices and to set boundaries. It allows us to say yes or no based on our own values which are not blindly adopted from our family or society, but distilled from our own innermost feelings and heart wisdom. A divine masculine that's healed gives us the courage to live our own life and the strength that we need to honor our individuality in making choices that feel truthful for us. It enables us to understand that our divine gift of self is meant to be lived as authentically and honestly as possible. A healed divine masculine consciousness is freed from needing approval through popular opinion or being liked by fulfilling the expectations or conditions that others may seek to impose. A healed, divine, masculine consciousness is empowered to accept and honor the self, accepting one's sexuality, individuality, and particular self with all its quirks. It can do this because it understands that the the divine lives in all beings, and no one is required to be the same as anyone else in order to be worthy of complete unconditional divine love. The divine consciousness of the Christ is willing to live truthfully even when it ruffles feathers or shakes foundations. It understands that truth will be preserved even through great transformation or upheaval of change. This consciousness is willing to live truthfully even when that means letting go of lower vibrational relationship patterns that are based in fear and judgment, control, or power. We let go of these patterns in order to open up to new ways of relating that are based in truth and acceptance, discernment and freedom of choice. 
when we are entering more deeply into this higher consciousness, change happens. Sometimes this can be challenging as we're learning to let go of our fears and to trust without condition. Amen. (laughs) Even if we're struggling, we must learn to focus on the light within and stay present. Sometimes that struggle is actually the ego letting go and we are identifying with it. It can be very compelling and believable. Yet whilst that struggle is happening, the soul is gasping and taking in the holy breath of new life. And we are thriving spiritually, more infused with holy love and power than ever before. Our Lady of the Sacred Sun comes to us with several messages. Spiritually, you are maturing, and this may give rise to growing pains, but keep them in context and perspective. Pray to her for help so that your growing pains do not eclipse the magnificence and joy of the process that is actually happening for you at a far greater level. Psychologically and physically, you are asked to place some boundaries in your life. This may require you to say no to people, places, or things that drain you, or to protect yourself thoroughly through prayer and the following healing process each and every day for a few moments before venturing into such spaces. If you have been feeling a sense of love or feeling a sense of guidance around you without quite being able to identify who it is on a spiritual level, then this oracle comes as a confirmation that it is the living Christ in one form or another who is guiding you now. Open your heart to unconditional love and know that you are protected and supported spiritually in all aspects of your life. Just remember to ask for help daily. You can start this now by doing the following short healing process or even just the prayer of affirmation if you're very short on time, and learning to integrate it into a quick and effective daily routine. You'll reap the benefits of doing so, but it will take all the strength of your inner masculine consciousness to make the decision to commit to that practice for yourself and to adhere to it daily until it becomes a natural and habitual practice. So here's the healing process, followed by the affirmation. Start with this prayer. I call upon Our Lady of the Sacred Son, upon Mother Mary and the Christ, who love me unconditionally. And I ask for your healing, support, guidance, and protection now. Thank you, and so be it. Now you see a beautiful woman in blue robes, holding a child. The child is powerful, as is the mother. Together they radiate an unbreakable force of golden light, which repels anything that is not unconditional love. Visualize that you are the child now, being held by this beautiful woman in blue robes. A golden field of energy surrounds you, and you are completely safe. 
feel the love and power of this. And in your own time, when you're ready, you can complete the healing with the following prayer of affirmation, said aloud if possible three times. The powerful love generated by Mother Mary and the Christ lives in me. It radiates from me in complete divine strength, power, and protection, now and always. So be it. The powerful love generated by Mother Mary and the Christ lives in me. It radiates from me in complete divine strength, power, and protection, now and always. So be it. The powerful love generated by Mother Mary and the Christ lives in me. It radiates from me in complete divine strength, power, and protection, now and always. So be it. So that is the oracle card reading. This is what she, she texted me. You know how to make things better with Ho'oponopono, with your mind and body and spirit. To bring you up to par is good. Things moving forward. Let your heart and mind be loved by self. Our mind part at times screws us up. Remember, you're worthy of all you ask. Out loud manifestation prayer to God helps a lot. God hears your needs, your loving heart and care. So I remembered that somewhere else, and maybe it was Greg Braden, I had heard about the importance of using prayer sort of as a command statement and also as a gratitude, as if it's already done, which is why I think that we end a lot of the affirmations with so be it, as if it's done, right? So inspired by that message, I literally, <laughs> and it sounds a little evangelical, but I literally raised one of my hands up to the sky and I commanded God and nature and my helpers and beings of light to help those who are struggling and suffering because of the economy, poverty, food scarcity, environmental calamities, and who are just feeling fear and alone and, 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 and grieving. And then I also commanded God to help me find a place to call home because I'm looking for a new place in a couple of months and I had been sort of obsessively looking online and sending out inquiries and you know the housing market just seems to be flooded for those who want to rent at this point and so I really didn't even hear back from from many of them and those that I did hear back from you know, they were too busy even to, to have a conversation with me till like a week later. 
Now I'm looking early ahead, so it's not a big time, time pressure thing for me, but still it's an indication that this process, you know, wasn't necessarily going to unfold so easily. But the next day after that prayer, I, I had the impulse to go online and check out Facebook Marketplace and I inquired about this apartment and lo and behold, the landlord seems very nice, very patient. He was there with his wife doing the renovations in this unit and the price was right and he said he was flooded with 75 inquiries but mine rose to the top for some reason. So he reached out to me, sent me an application, I sent it right back, took me on a video tour of the place, showed me the basement, talked about the structure of the roof, talked a little bit about the tenants in the building. And he really went out of his way to make me feel welcomed and as if we could work out whatever concerns that I have. And so, because I'm not there physically to look at it, a couple of friends of mine went to look at it today and gave me the report. And they, they concurred that he is really a very conscientious, caring, and honest landlord who really intends to bring this building into better shape. It's, a, it's an older building. And so I so admired... Um, you know, what he's doing. And it's going to have a new fridge. And then he decided he's going to put a new stove in as well. Um, once he heard that I was interested. And they've taken the cupboards off and they're painting them, painting, repainting the walls. And he's been very responsive to all my questions. And the timing is perfect too. It's going to be ready in April. Whereas he had another unit that was ready right away. And that, that was a little too soon for me. So just reflecting, I was so impressed with the power of that prayer, the power of using a sense of trust. So the act of prayer, right, that takes some discipline. It has masculine energy in that you're sending out the call, but it also has feminine energy in that you're letting it go and then open your, opening yourself to receive, and to allow that process to take what time it takes and then to discern. And so at first I got really, really excited and it was hard to, to know, you know, it's almost like, oh, he picked me, he picked me, I want it, I want it. But then I was like, well, let's make sure, you know, I'm going to be there for a year at least. So let's make sure. And so it's really helpful to sort of sit with the initial excitement and sit with the impulse and let some of that clear and not make a hasty decision, but run it by people that you know and trust. I went on Google Maps and looked at the neighborhood, looked at what resources are nearby. There's a college nearby. Looked at the houses across the street and on either side. And then I called up a coach friend of mine. And she led me on this process of just tuning into my heart's energy opening up to my guides and the Akashic Records keepers and simply asking, is this place my next home? Is it in my highest interest to call this my next home for the next period of time? And I got a, 
a visualization of a vortex of light swirling down into this building and a confirmation feeling in my heart that just said yes. And it felt so settling. And it was almost like I couldn't believe the process could be this easy, right? That you could pray one day (laughs) and the next day have it answered. You know, it's obviously not always that kind of timing. But I think when you're clear about what it is you want and you're truly actively engaged, you're making the effort rather than just kind of sitting back and wishing and hoping. Like you have to take the masculine energy forward, that healed masculine that says, yes, I want this. I need to reach for this, right? So literally reaching my hand up was that masculine energy. And then allow for the divine feminine to respond and to fill you with the energy of confirmation and put those connections out to create those connections. That takes incredible receptivity and patience and a softness and a willingness to wait and and a willingness to trust as you're hanging out in that void. So I really encourage you to tune in to your divine masculine and feminine energies, the yin and the yang, And clarify, what is it that I really want and need at this point? And it could be that I want for others, right? That I want healing for others. Although we're not in charge of that, right? Because everyone has free will. We can offer a prayer as a benefactor for those beings that we care about, whether we know them or not. And then wait and see what action feels organic for you to take in service of that. And be willing to wait for the inspiration to come in. Be willing to wait for the connections to be made. Be willing to wait for your intuition to become more activated. So it's really a dance. And when you can hold all of that with a sense of trust, even when fear comes up, even when grief comes up, it just flows so much more easily. So I think this might be a helpful follow-up to the podcast that I did last week on really how to manifest more of what you want. And so this is more about how to access the healed divine masculine and divine feminine. And I hope that you'll take these energies in and let them do the healing work within you and take to your journal and see what comes through for you. So know that I'm holding your best and highest dearly in my heart as I hold my own And I wish you well. May you have peace. May you savor good food and good connections with friends. May you have a cozy home that's warm. And may you be blessed. Thank you for tuning in. Tune in again next week for another episode of The Love Frequency. Thank you.